You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello. And we're rolling. Are we rolling? We're rolling. We're rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. Nice. I'm Kate. Oh, oh, we're doing this. Um, I'm Chantal. We never, we literally <laughs> never do that. <laughs> Consistently inconsistent. In yes, uh, that's so good. That's our second new motto. You heard it okay. here last. Consistently inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> great, great words to live by. Yeah, well, I mean, and the expectations are so low. If exactly. that's our motto, <laughs> this is true. There's nowhere this left to true. go but up. <laughs> Up, up, up. There's only oh no, 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 Shania Twain. No, 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 <laughs> no, Shania Twain. Canadian icon. Why you gotta go make things so complicated? complicated. Canadian icon. Yes, Canadian icons. Uh, Looked at this photograph. <laughs> Canadian trash cons. <laughs> Oh, well, I had to throw it in there. Had, had to, throw to it had there. to, had to. What are you reading? What are you doing? I am reading. Well, I started Paul Hold's book, Paul Hold's book. Mm-hmm. And then I just wasn't ready for that. So I moved on. Mood for some true crime. No, and he's talking a lot about himself and like, I'm just... Oh, he talks a lot about his first wife. It's like kind of weird. It gave me weird vibes. I don't know if I was just like kind of vaping too hard last night. So it was like (laughs) not really settling. (laughs) But I started a different book and quite enjoyed it. So I can't entirely blame it on a vape. Okay, you know, it was a new book that you liked though. I started reading this book called um, The Anonymous Girl. Okay. The oh no, it's just like that- it's just a not un unanonymous girl. Okay, I was gonna say I feel like that sounds familiar. So I can't remember. I I may have stolen it from you on Goodreads. You may have marked it to as read. It, when you mm-hmm. mark something as read, I try to find it. The book that I'm reading was one that you TBR'd, or if I found it because I went on a bit of a kick finding books similar to. Uh, that book that was really good about the crazy girl. Animal? Was that? No, 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 no. Oh. Um, you know, the girl. Oh, once the... we were the murderer one. Yes. Yeah. The murderer what... one. What was that one called? <sighs> Fuck, I just looked. Never saw me coming. That... Never saw me yes, coming. Never saw, com- never yes. saw me coming. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, I yes, went yes, on yes. a little binge on Goodreads looking at mm-hmm. similar to Never Saw Me mm-hmm. Coming. And I mm-hmm. think this book may have been there. So it might have been a mm-hmm. combo. Maybe a little bit of a steal. Maybe a little bit of a because I love that book. Like I wanted another book like that. Yeah. Little column A, little column B. Book called An Anonymous Girl. What about you? Oh, and I, finished I was just something. I finished a book, I think. Somewhere the one you were reading last. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. <laughs> um don't ask me I literally haven't read personally because I'm a busy lady because you're a uh overtime career working. woman because you're I'm a career, career woman woman overtime working gonna be 
happy about that OT, baby. Yeah. Well, the government wants their money from me. So don't even friggin' get me started. So what you should do is buy a hammock. This is true. Maybe I will buy a hammock. Are you watching anything? Are you reading anything? Or I'm, um, like listening to anything? I'm watching. I finished. I know I'm really late to the game, but I've been like having like a show going while I'm working. And I was, wa- I finally finished um, Shit's Creek, which I bawled like the whole last season. Oh my God. Simply the best. Oh my God. And then when Alexis is wearing a wedding dress, <laughs> it came with this, what did she call it? Like a headdress or something? Yeah. It's a headdress. headdress. That's a veil. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. And then like, yeah, when she's like about to walk him down the aisle, it's like, I think I'm wearing a wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> and their brother oh, and sister are like so yeah. weird. And Love Moira's it. like... <laughs> Pope costume. Oh, I love her. Anyways, that show um, is just brilliant. It's brilliant. a riot. It's so good. And then I'm also watching Letter Kenny. Oh, the latest season because I hadn't watched it because I wanted to watch Shorzy. What that? It's like a spinoff from Letter Kenny. It's about the hockey player, and it's in Sudbury. Like it's like. They are in Sudbury. It's anyways, it's funny. Just well, northern. That's pretty dang cool. Northern hockey life. So it's you're funny. watching some Canadian television. This is true. I am repping Canada. We're Canadian. Yeah. And you're not. So <laughs> well, there. apparently, some of our listeners, the majority are apparently. not. Apparently. Apparently not. Hello. Maybe they want to learn how to speak like us. Hey. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry, eh? (laughs) How about that? (laughs) How about that? No. Anyway, that's boring. Nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing going on except we have two new babes. What up? What are they? Kristen. Brianna. What up? Hello and welcome. Take care of yourselves. (laughs) Au revoir. (laughs) In advance, it's very hot here today. Oh, it's like it's 30 hot. degrees in May, which is it's swinging. This temperature yeah. is up and down a lot, like me yeah. and my emotions. Yeah, same. So um I cried in we... bed last night. That's cool. <laughs> like my emotions. I'm just agreeing Emotional with you. damage. <laughs> Tiny spiral, uh, just a tiny, tiny. spiral. <laughs> Small spirals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about this damn book? Yes. This is our new book for June. Yeah, okay. All right. So we're reading Book Lovers by we're Emily Henry. One. Yes. By Emily Henry. We're on week one. We're reading chapters one to nine. Yes. Full disclaimer I could not start this book. I did, I just had no desire to pick it up couldn't 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 I started it and was like but you know what Mm -hmm. I kind of like it (laughs) I told you I told you I kind of like it I like that they're self-aware about the fact that it's a fluffy book almost yeah and like 
the I banter like the, yes yeah it's written so well yes yes like I think is. I laughed out loud twice so I've been laughing out loud so yeah you yeah. were right because Chantal was trying to convince me like well, you weren't really trying to convince me. I knew I had to read it. I wasn't going to not read it. I was trying to like, hype you up. I was trying yeah, to hype trying you to help up me for out. it. Support. <laughs> Book support. Book support. Book support. I should get that on a t-shirt, right? But yeah, book support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should. Okay, so okay. it starts with the prologue, which I think is an even number. I've thought it as a zero, zero, myself, zero. Which I think is okay. pretty even. Yeah, zero is an even number, I would say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can't have two that? odds in a row. That no, defies math, maths, the logics of it all. You know, science, fucking, fucking theorem. I was just gonna Pythagorean say theorem. No, it's not Plagarism. What is it? Pythagoreums. Pythagorean. Sure, fuck that guy. Couldn't have. Couldn't <laughs> and be his theories. Like Blakely's Jeez. theorem, right? Blakely's theorem. It Way should be just easier. like Smith's Smith's theory. Triangle <laughs> theory. <laughs> the end. Acute, obtuse, all of the above. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 okay, okay. <laughs> we start off and we, first of all, it doesn't really say her name in this first prologue. I noticed that, but it's Nora, the main character. We're learning about her and that books are her life and feels like she's read every single book and everything's the same she can always like figure out what the plot twist is gonna be the classic romance hallmark fucking ending shit Mm -hmm, she's like mm -hmm. very like cynical about it libby her sister is completely opposite like she loves a good romance novel and we also find out that her mom it kind of sparked all this. Mm-hmm. So she's the city person that's in these romance novels. She's like uh, likening herself to those kind of people. And she's the one that's uptight, well-dressed. Um, and in fact, she is actually a literary agent and she can be like found reading from atop her Peloton. Like she is the embodiment of like the city person Mm -hmm. and so happens that she's the one who always gets dumped too and it's happening again right now with grant now (laughs) yeah right now she's already experienced two post work trip breakups it's the the typical she's being very cynical about it she's like "Uh uh-huh okay listening to him talk that Mm -hmm. i'm not coming back this past week has changed me mm-hmm. and all of this. And literally her comment is, is she a baker? Like it's <laughs> like yeah. all the Hallmark movies, like you see and yeah. very cheesy romance novels. Um, yeah. She's literally laughing at him. And um, in fact, he's st- staying. He was going to be Grant was going to take over this hotel, but it ends up he falls in love with the daughter of the hotel owners. And now he's staying to help their blah, 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 whatever. He falls in <laughs> love with their daughter, Chastity, which is even whole, more hilarious to Nora. <laughs> She's essentially just as like, OK, whatever. Okay, gotta go. Bye. I'm living. I'm living my life. That's what mm-hmm. she said. Well, she's late for uh, a meeting. Yeah, she is late for a meeting. And 
which is not her thing no she's always on time very punctual always Um, on time (laughs) she's reflecting on what it is to be a woman though and I wrote this down because it is kind of true um and she says that there's no good way to be a woman. If you show your emotions, you're hysterical. But if you keep your emotions tucked away, you're a heartless bitch. Mm-hmm. So essentially, she's kind of identifying as the latter. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really seem to care that that's how she's portrayed. I think mm-hmm. she kind of maybe takes pride in that. Um, I feel like it just may- like allows her to get shit done. Like exactly. She yeah. She's like, w- it's working for her. So yeah. Exactly. Um, so she has a, the meeting that she's laid late for is with Charlie Lestra, Lestra, something along those lines, Charlie, (laughs) he's an editor, but like he has a big reputation behind him and she's feeling a little bit nervous because she's late and he's very punctual. Um, she likens him to a metropolitan vampire because he's dressed in all black, very goth, and he's very testy with her. He, uh, as soon as she walks in, he just says, you're late. Uh-huh. Um, they're starting off on the wrong foot and they clearly don't like each other. They're back and forth. The meeting is to show Charlie Dusty Fielding's latest novel. Um, and he's just like, not interested. Thanks for coming the conversation and meeting seems very short. Um, and yeah, he's just not impressed. He went so far as to say that the book was like, not like readable, readable. Yeah. He said it's not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So she was pretty insulted. Nora gets an email later that day from Charlie and says to keep him in mind for any of Dusty's future projects. Um, and then they kind of go back and forth and she's very like adamant on getting the last word. And it's very like, okay, bye. Okay. X. X. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Hug? Like, what does an X mean? I would yeah, never send I, just an X. I'd rather send a blank email. <laughs> Honestly, oh why didn't she? The X was weird, but yes, it was. She was but adamant just your on getting signature. Like yeah. just your signature <laughs> or like an emoji. Peace, son. Bye. Two years later, holla. They are in NYC. It is hot. It is gross. It is muggy. It smells beautiful. <laughs> Setting the scene. Um, Nora's with Libby, and we find out that Libby is Nora's baby sister, and Libby is five months pregnant, pregnant, and wondering how Nora can get dumped three times in a quote full lifestyle swap so that's like the hallmark vibe mm-hmm. um and Nora's like actually it's four but I don't really want to talk about Jacob so I'm not even gonna say anything <laughs> yes it is interesting that the men keep ending up with it's like she's you know how some people feel like they're either good luck or bad, bad luck depending on how you think of it but like everybody that they date the next person that person dates they get married to so it's like they feel like they're either a good luck oh. term or like a bad luck term. It's mm-hmm. like she's that. Like mm-hmm. she's the one that makes them go, nah. Nah. <laughs> I need not about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
she's talking about the differences and similarities between Nora or between Libby and herself. And she thinks that um, she herself got her mom's height, but that Libby got all of the good looks, essentially, um, more in like a pleasant way. It sounds like Nora is quite beautiful as well, but um, mm-hmm. not as the vibrant, striking, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. V- vibrant. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of sounds like Libby's girl next door and Nora is like businesswoman. Yes. Yeah. Like Kardashian shit or something. Yes. Libby seems like like she's very, yeah. Go with the flow, like kind of just whatever lifestyle. Yeah. Like if they were Gossip Girl characters, Nora would be Blair and Libby would be Serena. Okay. Does everybody understand now? Yes. We get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We also find out that their dad left before Libby was born and when Nora was just a child um their lives Nora and Libby's lives it sounds like they're very close and that their lives are always very in sync in a way where they'll like ask to meet up for lunch and they're just randomly in the same part of the city or whatever but Nora has been feeling that things are really off right now and she doesn't like it at all she's trying to figure out how to fix it um She's going over what could have happened. She's thinking of like, there's a little thing in her brain that thinks maybe like Libby doesn't like how much she works or prioritizes work or whatever. Um, she also is noticing that Libby looks really, really tired. And Brendan, who is Libby's husband, who Libby has been with since she was in her 20s, um, they both refuse money from Nora and Nora makes good money so she feels like she has to get creative to give them Mm -hmm. money which is so interesting like Mm -hmm. you'd Mm -hmm. almost just want to be like why does it matter like Mm -hmm. I have so much money I don't need all this money let me give you some money (laughs) yeah and it seems like further along as we get like it seems like Libby and her nieces are her life yeah essentially like she loves them and is is obsessed with them yeah yeah it's weird like it's weird that sense of pride like I wonder where it comes from Mm -hmm. with Libby and with other people where it's like this would literally make Nora so happy to be able to help you (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but it's that pride like no we don't Mm -hmm. need your help whatever anyway um Libby is upset about Nora's breakup it kind of sounds like she's maybe more upset than Nora is (laughs) and Nora ends up making Libby laugh and she remembers a time when quote Libby couldn't when quote sorry Nora couldn't coax her grieving sister out of bed so there's just a little droplet there that we know that something something happened fortunately we don't have to wait like 7,000 chapters to find Mm -hmm. out what happened so that's nice true true (laughs) um they end up subconsciously at their childhood apartment, which is a beat above a bookstore called Freeman Books. Um, oddly, they are displaying Dusty Fielding's book with the movie tie-in cover, Once in a Lifetime, which is also the book that Nara tried to pitch to Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, she loves the big like fuck you that she gets to have over Charlie with the success of that book so she Mm -hmm. she's like I don't think about it that often but like pretty often (laughs) 
<laughs> which I mean, I would too. If someone told yes. you that something was garbage and you were like, mm-hmm, cool. And then you made it like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just yeah. like, I feel like Nora is also probably one of those people where like when someone tells her she can't do it, she's probably like, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, we also find out that Nora vets people before dating them, including fetishes, <laughs> which I mean, smart it sounds like she's got a checklist and like a criminal check kind of vibe so there's a lot to go there's a lot with Nora Mm -hmm. it seems um Libby suggests that maybe they go on a month-long getaway like just the two of them because it's slow time for Nora's work the last time they took a trip was when they went to California and something happened then because Nora doesn't like to think about it then we find out that their mom died so that's sad um Libby and that was like the big thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um their mom died when Libby was 16 and Nora was 20 or 19 something like that yes along those lines yeah yeah um Libby is begging Nora to go she can see that something is like super wrong with Libby so she says yes and then Libby's like oh that's good and pulls out two plane tickets (laughs) she's like I'm pretty sure these are (laughs) non-refundable um so Such we're a leaving brat move. Such now. a brat move. Yeah. <laughs> um and then Nora asks where they're going and Libby <laughs> says that they're going to Sunshine Falls, which is a real place and it's the place that once in a lifetime was based on mm-hmm. small little town. Hallmark a small movie. little town. Small mm-hmm. little town. And Libby says Nora is going to fall in love with the lumberjack. And this made me laugh out loud. So I wrote it down. Quote, if there's one thing that makes me horny, it's deforestation. (laughs) (laughs) That was Nora's response. (laughs) I love her deadpanness. It's amazing. I love it. Me too. All right. Over to you. So this is... Nora's first vacation in 10 years. Um, Yes, she's very, she does not like traveling. She does not like taking time off work or leaving her clients. She's very like, I guess what you would call quote unquote, a workaholic by the sounds of it. But she also really likes her bed, which. Yes, same. Yes, she researched it. She had to, she knows that that's a good bed. So Nora loves a list and loves a checklist. So then Libby makes a whole itinerary kind of like trip bucket list for them. And she's called it the life-changing vacation list. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we start to find out that Libby is very spontaneous person. She's been a baker. She's been like a thrift store, like reseller. She's been a hairdresser. She's been like whatever her heart fancies essentially in that moment. (laughs) Um, and so there's like some of the, um, typical things on the list, like a makeover and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then there's another one. Number five on the list is that you have to go on two dates with local people. Nora's obviously like, um, no, not interested. Skinny dipping was also in there. Oh yes. Yes. She has to skinny dip. And then it's funny though. She's like, um, but well, aren't you going to like, um, like get a disease and you're yeah. pregnant and she's like, okay, you have to do that alone. Like she's like poking holes in some of these. And then it's just like, 
okay, well, we won't do that. It's like, okay, well, you have to do it by yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I actually wrote down what Nora said. She's like a lone 32 year old woman naked in the local swimming hole. Sounds like a good way to get arrested. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're 32 and I feel that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and some of the other ones are like, go on a hike and then yes. it's like worth it question mark yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. like and then I wrote that's when I wrote okay this book is funny like this yeah. is good um and the last thing on the list is to save a local business so uh-huh. okay, okay okay Nora's very like reserved and is having a lot of thoughts um she's like how am I gonna manage like even one week being here <laughs> Um, let alone four. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, and there's a mention of Jacob again. Also, I feel like she could have spelt the name Jacob normally. It's a book. (laughs) I know that's a pet peeve of yours. (laughs) I hate Um, it. I hate it. Yes. So any mention of like California trips, anything like that brings up this memory of Jacob with a K um, into Nora's mind, which is obviously a no, no. She like shuts it down right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so they arrive in sunshine falls and the cab driver's like, Oh, like, who's your family here? That's the only reason people come here. And then at that point I'm like, Oh shit, this is mm-hmm. not going to be good. Nora's wondering if they're going to get mi- murdered because like they're in the middle of nowhere. And apparently so is this cottage that they're staying at called good goods lily cottage which i don't like it doesn't roll off the tongue i hate it i didn't goods, even write it down that's lily how much i didn't cottage. Care. libby's like well they did call it the stairway of he- to heaven or whatever and it turns out they get dropped off at this massive steep hill at the bottom of a massive steep hill with like a massive amount of stairs that nora has to carry everything up in in her like high heel shoes it seems like a whole She's like, they did say it wasn't yeah. wheelchair accessible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're getting along Nora and Libby. She's Nora's feeling like things are starting to feel better from um, starting to feel better between them already. And then her phone starts ringing for work. And then she kind of feels like, okay, I'm starting to see that it's maybe my work that's getting in between, but they start unpacking and you can see that they're very much related. Um, this is their Stephen family wisdom is good skincare makes you more money. Good underwear makes you confident and good books make you happy. So that's their kind of like philosophy family motto. So like they're unpacking and they have the exact same things, both her and Libby. Um, Libby's exhausted. So she naps and Nora is going to go and explore Sunshine Falls and find some dinner. She hungry. Um, she's starting to recognize the landmarks from the book. And she's like reminiscing about growing up in New York City while she's also wandering around the, t- the time, uh, the around the town. And her excitement, though, turns into despair quite cl- quickly upon closer expe- inspection of the town. Um, and she's very worried about what Libby is going to think because she's expecting the book. Yeah. Which I mean, if you just did your research, like, I mean, you yes, Google that shit. I'm sure. 
yes this was real yes yes um and then she ends up at a place called the mug shot nora is going into mug and shot or whatever shot shot mug mug shot oh i get it mug shot okay so she's going in and she literally runs into quote the most gorgeous man i've ever seen or like almost literally runs into him she doesn't say anything to him, but she's like, damn, okay, okay. And so she goes in and she's at a cafe. She's excited. She's like, this is sweet. She sees some sandwiches. She's like, hell yeah, I'm going to eat those. This is great. Perfect. Awesome. And then she sees a second handsome man at the cafe. And she's like, damn, but this guy's like conventionally more handsome, not like most gorgeous ever. Like he's not lumberjack. He's just like regular dude. <laughs> but it turns out that it is charlie lastra dun 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 but she's literally like yeah that's exactly what she's thinking so she's like there's no way it's actually him like there's no way so what does she do only the most logical thing she hides behind a bookshelf and (laughs) and decides to email him to see if she'll get like an out of office like she's like oh maybe I can find out like if he's around like she, it won't be that? like I'm out of office mm-hmm. in sunshine town falls, or whatever yeah, yeah in sunshine Fucking, falls <laughs> yeah could you imagine if your out of office had to give like a drop pin to exactly where you were this is where I am uh, in the bathroom or like for me <laughs> if I was off work it would just be constantly in bed napping <laughs> Nothing <laughs> from the bed to the hammock to the bed so she emails him but instead she ends up getting a response and they are just having a little quippy little chat about bigfoot erotica mbd she's like it's him based on the timing of sending emails and getting responses she literally can't figure out what he's doing there she sends him an email and while he's distracted and talking to the barista or whatever, she books it. She's like, I have got to get out of here. So she runs. She literally runs. Skedaddles. Yep. She goes home and Libby can't believe that he's there either. And she starts concocting all these super fan once in a lifetime theories as to why he's there. Like he secretly loves the book and the movie and all of that, which is very funny. Um, while they're having this discussion, they're chatting or whatever. And Nora realizes that Libby needs a bigger house with two kids, a husband and a third baby on the way. So she's going to have to find her something that she can afford because she won't take money from her. I feel like this is probably a plot line that will keep unfolding, which is why I mentioned mm. Um, They decide to have a Hepburn night, which is a sweet little night that they used to have with their mom. Um, and these nights are close to Nora's heart because they taught Nora that heartbreak was a solvable puzzle, which very much kind of, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's Nora in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Libby falls asleep and Nora emails everyone in her contacts to find her a new place. Um, she gets an email while she's sitting out back, not sleeping, just like looking around because she's like in a strange place and a little bit of a, uh, people who can't sleep. What are they called? Insomnia. Mm-hmm. Insomniac. And she gets an email and she's like, oh, sick. A lead. It is not a lead. It is Charlie. 
and they have a little bit of a more flirty combo back and forth although she keeps saying that like she doesn't want to cross like the line of professionalism even though like charlie is kind of making her do that or whatever and charlie ends up calling her a shark or mentions that she is called a shark um and the editors are scared of her and she's like what do they actually call me that and she starts thinking about it because she's almost kind of offended. And then she realized her boss, Amy, calls her agenting approach, quote, smiling with knives, which I loved. <laughs> smiling with knives. Um, and they just have banter. They banter back and forth for a bit. And then Nora tries to go to sleep. She is awoken with a startle to a recurring dream slash nightmare that she's been having. And it's about being with their mom in their old apartment, but Nora's the only one who realizes that her mom is gone in the dream. So it, yeah, it would be very upsetting to my heart. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's, it's quite sad. They obviously miss their mom quite a bit. Um, but Nora had only slept for three hours last night and she needed city noise to fall asleep. Um, but since she can't sleep, she better go for a workout because she's like feeling antsy and there's no Peloton at the good cottage. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Um, and we even find out that Libby had tried to contact their, this is while she's running, she's reflecting um, that Libby had tried to contact their real, like their father. And he didn't even respond when she told him that she was pregnant, which is really sad. He don't so, care. No, he don't care at all. <laughs> so Nora's running and she sees the local hottie that she literally ran into. Woo! Wheat and woo. Wheat woo. And she's like running. And then all of these things are going through her head. Should I say hi? Do you think he's going to stop and come and talk to me? And she takes um, path number four. And that's just to fall on her face into deer poo. <laughs> all over her hand. I thought all of over you. her hand. Yeah. Ew. Oh. Poor Brandy. <laughs> no, poor oh. mom. I don't poor know if me. you've ever told that story on the podcast. No. Do you want to no. tell it real quick? I can tell the story if you want to hear everybody. Yeah, tell it real quick. We all want to hear. It's very funny. My dog is very dramatic. She, <laughs> I was walking my dog in fall and it was past daylight savings time. So it was dark. Mm-hmm. This needs to be set up. My dog is limping. So I am worried. For her and she doesn't stop limping so then I think that there's something stuck in her paw pad so like, I she's injured she's injured I was convinced that she's injured well turns out she stepped in poo and didn't want to walk on that leg anymore and I found out by trying to clean out what I thought was stuck in her paw pad which ended up being poop and then I got poop all over my hands nice yeah, yeah, so that's why I thought of you. That's why literally I'm scat, hand. <laughs> I'm scat hand. I'm scat hand. Scat hand chan. Scat hand chan. That's me. <laughs> oh my god. Um, 
cuts. <laughs> she literally like tries to like pull the, her hair out of her face and she uses her scat hand too, which I feel like was probably me after too. I was, oh no. Oh, uh, it's like you can't uh, help but like hold it up in the air far away from you as you walk. <laughs> like, what's wrong with what's her? Wrong with you? Is she good? And you're like, oh. <laughs> um, she makes it back home. I hope she washes her hand. I'm assuming she does. Um, she's yeah, trying plot. Yes. Yeah. I need to know that. Did, did that happen? Um, she's trying to still trying to, um, um, do damage control for Libby. So she's like, let's go grocery shopping like three towns over. <laughs> um, <laughs> So they're looking, Libby's like, let's do our makeover or whatever. And so this makes Nora very hesitant about the list, but she's torn because she quote fucking loves a list. So she feels like it's her like duty to complete this. Um, Plus she we find loves Libby. Uh, yes. She also loves her sister very much. Um, we find out about Libby again, She's so spontaneous that she showed up to, she showed up and debuted a pixie cut on her own wedding day. <laughs> I was thinking like that gave me anxiety. I was like, oh Lord. Oh Lloyd. Oh Lloyd. <laughs> um, so later on Libby, um, Libby confided into Nora that she had cut her hair into a pixie cut because she was feeling a bit of cold feet and she just needs like these big changes to kind of ground herself almost. So not for Nora's me. no, Do not understand that. <laughs> no. So that's why she's, um, Nora's thinking that for baby number three, she's strained and stressed because of their lack of finances and space. So she needs this big massive change before the baby comes and um she feels like she's getting on the right track but she knows she has to kind of like play along with Libby and Libby needs to work through this before Libby will come to her but she loves Libby so much that she would shave her head for her so I'm like Aww. oh no she's gonna have to have a sh- shaved head but that's now. not the case um they are doing the blind makeover and they pick their colors and they they do their haircuts on each other. And of course, Libby is amazing at everything. So Nora's hair looks bomb and Libby just starts crying. And so Nora's like, oh no, like I fuck up so bad because she picked pink hair dye. Mm-hmm. And cut it into like a short kind of bob thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's just hair. Um, we'll go get so it fixed. She, we'll get it fixed. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll go and find a hairdresser right away. And she just embraces Nora and is like, I love it. Mm-hmm. She loves it. She was so, mm-hmm. I think she just really needed that with her sister, like a big change. Yeah. And her well, sister and knew that. Nora gave the reasoning like with the yes. oh yes. thing. Yes, yes, and yes. I feel like mm-hmm. that was I feel like yes. Libby yeah. was touched yes. that Nora remembered. Never. Like the grade nine little memory was the reason why she picked the pink hair dye Nora did, um, was because she, Libby had been bugging her mom 
for weeks and weeks to dye her hair pink. And her mom finally did give in to like a, like a semi-permanent dip dye type yeah, of yeah, yeah. dye job. <laughs> and so that's what reminded her, her. And then Lily, uh, Libby is just kind of overcome and she's just, I think she needed to get some things off her chest, but I did appreciate that. She just said, I miss weed. <laughs> at the end of yeah. that she was just like I miss I miss while you're stoned you're like yeah, yes same just, me too me I too. just have <laughs> something I wanted to mention about so like it's painted as if Nora's hair is like professionally blonde oh, yes yes and I'm thinking about how expensive that would be and how like like I feel like that just goes to show how much she values her sister exactly yes because it's like a huge part of her identity I'm picturing like it like white platinum blonde Mm -hmm. like perfectly cut Mm -hmm. and then she just lets her sister dye and cut her hair Yes, when she goes yeah. back into her hairstylist, her hairstylist is probably gonna be like, "What the fuck, you box dyed?" Like, yes, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. allowed. No. <laughs> so Charlie emails Nora. He's like essentially asking for Nora's number, so she gives it to him, even though it's in her email signature. But um, Libby and Nora are going out for dinner, which is fun. They walk into town, and Nora is hoping to just be like hella optimistic in hopes that Libby won't like notice that the town is kind of shitty and be disappointed (laughs) which is funny um they find a restaurant called papa squats wait papa squat (laughs) oh my god papa squat is that what it's supposed to be oh my god yes (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get it oh my god I just thought it was like a person, oh. Papa Squat. Oh my god! <laughs> I really no, you're fucking with me. I just got it. I just got it right. Oh this my second. god. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, they walk in. Libby's like, "We're eating for five. The hostess like looks at the two of them trying to do the math, and Nora says quote I don't even know this woman she's been following me for three blocks which I just loved like that's something I would totally say like I just love that. who is this person I don't even know you I would 100% say that um it does not seem as if Nora is impressed with this establishment she when she tries to order a salad the waitress asks you sure Nora says not anymore <laughs> Which is just really honestly, honestly, (laughs) just super funny. Um, Libby goes to the bathroom and Nora checks her emails. Dusty has submitted her first draft of her first few chapters on her new book, which is a big deal because she's sounds like she's past deadline and it's like Mm -hmm. Nora's job to coax her out of them. So she sent them. So she's like, holy shit. She scans through the document and the first line says they called her the shark and nora says what the fuck right out loud whoa, 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 whoa. what <laughs> what and that ha- this has me wondering like is 
Charlie a part of this somehow? Like, how did that happen? You know, mm. like, why would he say that? That seems like to, but then again, if they actually do call her the shark and she just had no mm-hmm. idea, but how would she not know? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like if you had a nickname, you'd know, mm-hmm. even if it's behind your back. I don't know. True. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to reading like thriller books. So I'm like picking out every single little detail. You're like, is this a red <laughs> herring? Yeah. Is this a red herring? <laughs> <laughs> is this something um, I need to know or is it going to confuse yes. me? Yeah. No. Or like, is this something I need to mention in case it yeah. all comes together in the end? And I'm like, oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> that little thing she realizes that dusty has written about a film agent so very different that's good so Um, different (laughs) the character's name is literally nadine and she is very much like nora in all of all of nora's ways it's like she's written about nora and you can't hide it like it's not hideable um but the worst part is that it's also very good so there we go yeah Nora goes to find Libby because she's like super unsettled and she's a little tipsy and she walks quote holy shit my nose type of walking into Charlie and falls onto the ground right on her bum right on her bum Bum. right on her papa squat (laughs) right on her papa squat (laughs) hey uh So her first thing that she says to Charlie, which would have me saying red flag is I'm not stalking you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably should have, probably should have gone with something else. (laughs) Something else. So we find out that Charlie is actually from Sunshine Falls. All right. Mm -hmm. So it's all coming together. Yes. And she is very adamant on showing somebody this first chapter, which she is, like you'd said, she's a bit tipsy and it's against her better judgment, but she's got to show somebody. Which Um, I understand. Like, you know, mm -hmm. when you get like a bombshell email or something and you're like, I just need someone else to confirm that this is actually what it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, she's showing Charlie this, um, first chapter, but while he's reading it, Jacob comes to mind and what his life is, might be like right now. Um, he's a farmer and his wife is like doting and they have children and she's. The wife is like one of the guys. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Opposite of Nora. (laughs) essentially just like all the other ones um and then libby shows up and is like what's going on here uh where were you and she's like oh okay um actually i've got to go i'm really tired and um okay like so bye and um (laughs) i'm just gonna go get a cab peace bye see you later i already called it okay bye (laughs) sorry gotta go um (laughs) Nora's like before Nora can even understand what Libby's doing she's like what is going on and then she realizes and is like no don't leave me here um and then she's like I'll Libby texts her when she's waiting for the cab that's actually not here um is saying have fun with like Mr. Hot Man which Charlie also reads over her shoulder (laughs) yikes um 
so they're kind of flirting and bantering back and forth. Um, he's smouting, which is a smirk pout was his. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> we, we just look really sad. He gets really good service from the bartender. He's like, I almost married her. <laughs> um, he keeps calling her Nadine. She's kind of just like wants validation like is this book about me or what and mm-hmm, he's just like mm-hmm. it and he does make a good point and he's like even if she does think that of you it doesn't mean that it's true mm-hmm. like she doesn't know know you mm-hmm. um but she is starting to like open up i think it's the booze talking cuz they keep <laughs> they ordering drinks too. yeah um she tells him like I know I'm a great agent but I'm embarrassed ashamed and hurt that somebody's saying this stuff about her and Mm. she's like turns out I do have feelings but I'm fine like she's like oh I want to eat all this back up into me don't Mm -hmm. everything's fine I'm fine I'm fine Mm -hmm. um they're giving each other ass back and forth. And she's like, wait till somebody writes about you, the amber eyed asshole editor. And she decides in that moment, like, yeah, he's hot. Okay. He's a hottie. Can we pause for a second? I had yes, to yes. read the line <laughs> amber eyed asshole several times and did not realize it was about Charlie. I thought that it was some like Bigfoot erotica thing. Like, the butthole was amber eyed. <laughs> amber I took it literally. I took it literally. And I was like, that's a really graphic way of talking about a shitty a-hole. A shitty butt. <laughs> literally shitty. Obviously, the booze is talking to him, too. He's very, like, I find Nadine fascinating. And she's mm-hmm. my fictional crush. Mm-hmm she's Nora's like are we flirting like what's going on here (laughs) but she's also like no yeah she's because she's like I need to be checking my checklist like Mm -hmm. I have not consulted my checklist I cannot Mm -hmm. be doing this um um she tries to change the subject she's like so what is there to do and see around here and he's just like do you like grass? <laughs> There's lots oh, around here. They're funny. Um, yeah, they are funny. They do have a good banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, they are telling each other, like, I can read you like a book because you're just like me. This is Charlie telling Nora. As soon as you leave New York City, you just want to go back. Um and Nora tries to deny it, but he can tell he knows her tell, which is her lying dimple. She is part. She's starting to put like two and two together. He sh- he didn't like the book because she's from he's from around here. Obviously, duh. Mm-hmm. I f- realized that as soon as he said, like, I'm from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also and- it probably makes a little more sense with like mm-hmm. the how like pretty everything was painted in the book and it's like actually not so he's like this is not readable because it is inaccurate she's just like oh what is there some bad memories about this place he's very like trying to put them off that's a no-go right now 
And he remarks, didn't she like, didn't your sister Google Sunshine Falls at all? Like she could have literally street viewed it and seen that it's, there's nothing here. Um, (laughs) He wants to know that why she's really here with Libby and she is adamant that they're on a vacation, but her lying dimple is telling him otherwise. Uh Uh-oh. So what do they decide to do about it? Well, I'll tell you, they decide to play a game of pool to decide if Nora's going to tell him why they're actually there. Or I guess they're having a bad day. I don't know. I can't remember at this point. Anyway, Charlie challenges her to a game of pool. Whoever wins gets to know about the other person's bad day or like their secret or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he tells her, she's like, no, I never played pool before or whatever. And he tells her that he'll play left-handed. But Nora was a pool shark in college and she doesn't tell Charlie this. So she asks if he's going to teach her how to play. And he says, <laughs> which was my favorite. I really wonder what you think your face is doing right now, Steven. <laughs> I think she was like trying to look innocent. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, and he's going to show her how to shoot. It gets a little steamy. She ends up sinking some balls and tell him, telling him that she used to play and he ends up doing the exact same thing and tells her that he's actually left-handed. So, LOL, they're both tricking each other. Uh-uh. They play some games. He wins two, she wins one. He jokes about signing an NDA and then makes like a napkin version, which is funny and they joke about that. Um, we also find out that the no- the novel is very clearly bothering Nora a lot a lot a lot Mm -hmm. um she explains to Charlie that it's different for him because he's a man just back to what you were saying in the beginning how she felt like women and men have to be outwardly different to achieve the same results which is true and a bullshit like just bullshit in general coming from a woman's perspective Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um She goes on to a rant about how men don't want a woman, men don't want a woman like her either, um, and how they always end up just blah, 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 blah. She's drunk and she's Mm -hmm. going for it. Mm -hmm. Um, She tells him why her and Libby are there because Libby wanted to go and they have this list. She also worries about Libby while she's pregnant. I wrote down, I thought, I like this quote, there are just too many things that can go wrong, too many ways to fail about being pregnant and why Nora is choosing to remain childless. And I was like, well, I resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked why he wanted to catch a flight when they met two years ago. And he says that it's the same reason that he is in Sunshine Falls now. And it's because his dad has had another stroke. He had a stroke before. Mm. So I feel like instantly she's kind of like ah fuck but it's also Mm -hmm. very interesting that they both had something awful Mm -hmm. uh, like that happened but they both still show up like (laughs) no wonder it was such a bad first meeting yes yeah yeah um and Nora also says here which I also agreed with was quote the more you tell a person about yourself the more power you hand over I often find myself sharing something with someone and then being like, oh, should I take that back? Like, I don't want them to know that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> take that control Z, control Z. Right? 
Um, they end up having a little moment and it's almost as if they could kiss. They're still drinking. They're still at the bar. She feels like they're so similar. She obviously likes him, even though she says she doesn't like him. Um, and just in that moment, it starts to pour on the metal roof. So it's like tippy tappy on drugs. It breaks her out of the little trance that she was in. And she says that she should go. He's like, I'll drive you. She's like, no, I want to walk. And so he says that they're going to share. No, he said that they should share a cab. And she said, no, I want to walk. And then he insists that they're sharing his umbrella. Hmm, his brawly. Ellie. A. Oh. So she tells him where they're staying. And he finds it bizarre bizarre that they're staying at the good. Bizarre. um, That they're staying at the good Lily Cottage the goods Why? lily cottage Why because sometimes? he doesn't feel like nora belongs there and also it's my parents place <laughs> <laughs> and in fact well, and in fact that he usually stays there when he's in town <laughs> damn it so right now he's sleeping in his childhood bedroom in his race car bed <laughs> do you think that was true or do you think he was just kidding i hope he's kidding but maybe <laughs> i hope it's true <laughs> she he's like okay get on my back it's piggyback your shoes are all fucked up and getting stuck in the fucking grass and they're too nice they're yeah they're too nice to be walking in the mud and he she gets on his back and she just her dignity is gone at this point because her dress (laughs) is up around her arse Um, (laughs) and she's been also i made a note she's been smelling him like a lot and then she finds out that they wear the same perfume cologne called books yes Um, which i want to smell i was like "Mm." Mm -hmm. it does sound like a good description um he tells her that she should forgo um forgo number five on that list because if she finds somebody here she's either gonna like get their hopes up or they're gonna keep you here forever and then they start smooching and getting hot and heavy oh my god (laughs) um so i'll just skip over that a little bit but you can (laughs) picture that um in the rain and everything like that less verity Um, more notebook yes exactly um they Says the pull- girl who's never watched oh the yeah notebook. <laughs> exactly i've never seen it but i can imagine i've seen that scene before the <laughs> you the know rain. you know yeah, yeah um so then he they pull away from each other and just what you want to hear after you're making out with somebody was shit i didn't mean to <laughs> that is exactly it that's what you hope for yeah um they go back and forth he says i can't get involved this is a mistake and she's like fine and he's like fine i didn't mean to anyways and blah 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 let's pretend this never happened well she's staring at his boner (laughs) (laughs) yes yes she is (laughs) um and then that chapter ends with like a little something i thought maybe good to write down and her reckless decisions always have disastrous consequences. Hmm. Dang. Dang. Is that a foreshadow background? Is that a background Maybe. foreshadow? Maybe it is. Nora is nine. Her mom gets a role in a crime procedural and starts dating the showrunner. He gets back with his wife and her character is killed off. She is upset. She avoids parts of the shitty city. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nora has never seen her mother so distraught. This is when Nora decided that she would never fall in love. And then she met Jacob. She moved mm-hmm. in with him. And then two weeks later, her mother died. Mm-hmm. That is very dramatic and mm-hmm. sucks. She had decided that she was going to move back in with Libby and she was going to stay in school, even though she was going to have to hustle because that's tuition. And Libby was deciding that she wanted to go to school and she's her dependent and it's all just very chaotic. Um, Jacob gets a writing gets, sorry, into a writing program and leaves. He breaks up. They break up. Goodbye. Um, she would only go on first dates with men for a meal, never a second date. (laughs) She watched people around her start coupling up and settling. She starts, um, she decided that she's only going to start dating after her career is on track because she is realizing that, as I said, people are settling and she thinks that people could do more with their potential. Um, and she has checklists and a carefully and carefully weighted decisions. So she knows she's going to get to where she wants to be. She can't believe what happened between her and Charlie. They will both pretend it didn't happen. She wants to keep things professional, Mm -hmm. like don't shit where you eat kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Libby says Charlie does not count for her number five. Nora shows Libby Dusty's book and Libby says it's Nora fan fiction and that she hopes it gets smutty. <laughs> and Libby goes, yeah. And then Nora goes to find some Wi-Fi. She needs that good internet. That good internet. That good, and it's good. done. It's done. Okay, the book's over. Goodbye. <laughs> the book's over. Goodbye. <laughs> Well, we'll just have to see where this one goes, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I am impressed that I don't hate it. So that's good. Yes. I am glad that you don't hate it. I was worried that you were going to be like, okay, Chantel, even though you told me that it was good-ish, I hate it. I think I just had a preconceived, I was just judging a book by its cover. I I did too. I do too. I did too. It's good to get out of your comfort zone. Do you think that chart, okay, this is what's going to happen. She's going to go on a date with the local hottie. Mm-hmm. She's going to like start liking the local hottie. Charlie's mm-hmm. going to be like, eh, and then Jelly. they're going to get together. Yeah. Libby's well, going to get together yeah. because they yeah. both live in the city and that's perfect for yeah. them. They both love it. They have the same sort of job, but Libby's going to get a house and then fucking uh, Nora's going to dye her hair pink. The end. Yeah. The end. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye.